Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. All right, you guys, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. This is, I'm Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio, and our guest today is Angela Thompson. And Angela's going to be talking to us today about knowing when to pivot in real estate. And she is fantastic. She is living in North Carolina, but she is from Ohio and a Buckeye through and through. So Angela, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Hello. Hello. I don't know if I should look up or down because I've got two. (laughs) Look at my Instagram people. I'm going to be going back and forth, just so you guys know. But yes, thank you, ladies, so much for having me. I um, love everything about your Moms in Real Estate podcast, and thank you so much for having me here. Um, As I am a mom in real estate myself, um, I've been in real estate now for going on 12 years, Um, not all consecutive, but 12 total, and um, and I'm a mom of three. I have a seven-year-old, a four-year-old, and my three-year-old just turned three a couple weeks ago. so I have my hands full. <laughs> you do have your hands full. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times people are like, man, you are like super woman. And I'm like, I'm more like super crazy. Cause like, I don't know how, <laughs> how, how all this stuff. Yeah. I people like are like, oh, you do it so flawlessly. I'm like, no, I don't. I really no, don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we actually, we actually had a, like a little spinoff for a hot second called shit show moms. And I liked that because we all <sighs> are such shit shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, have me on that. I'll be. (laughs) Well, we did. We tried to tell you all about it. But people would get on. So Kristen and I would lead the show and we would literally tell like shit show. And what we meant by that is the things that we fail in or did some really badly, like yelled at our kids at the wrong time or whatever. And then a mom would come on and say, oh, this one time my baby these diaper overflowed with poop. And I was like, that's not a shit show. That's like normal. <laughs> We're talking about the ways that we fall short. That was like, wow, we, you really went with that. Yeah, but, oh gosh. So um, Angela, the way that we found you for moms in real estate was just through Instagram and your Instagram is amazing. So I do want to start the really show. Bad by- echo. Sorry. Somebody's saying really bad echo. I might have to mute myself on. I don't know if that means. Sorry, my followers. Oh. I think I might have to mute just because they can hear you. They can hear you because the the uh, the speaker is right next to the phone recording on our end. Oh, okay. So you guys, all right. I'm gonna mute for you. For you guys that might be a little confused, we're trying Instagram Live for the first time while, while recording, we're recording this. this. So, <laughs> so if anyone wants to judge us or talk bad about the sound, nope, not today. Okay, not today. <laughs> we're just trying this out. But anyways. Yeah. I wanted just to tell anyone listening on iTunes, um, you guys go follow uh, at Realtor Angela Thompson on Instagram. That's where you can find her. That's where we found her. She has a beautiful profile, very authentic. um, And she's also a social media coach. So I just want to get started by saying that. But Angela, let's go back to your story in real estate. You're still, you know, you're still pretty new. You know, you've been a real estate agent for how many years now? No, 12. So I have been in the real estate business. No, I've been in real estate business for about 12 years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've been a licensed agent for almost eight. So my career started right out of college. Um, In 2004, I was hired on um, as a sales consultant for Pulte Homes. I sold new construction 
for four years. Um, so that's really where I honed in on a lot of my skills and my love for real estate. And I learned a lot. When you learn how a house is built, then you can pretty much sell a house because you know every all the ins and outs and all the to-dos and not to-dos. Um, and yeah, like who doesn't want to work in a nice, beautiful model home every day? I mean, it was really great. And between like 2004, 2008, that was like kind of similar to, Sweet it's spot. not exactly the same, but it was a nice market, right? You know, <laughs> it was a nice time to be in real estate. Um, and so I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. And then 2008, 2009 hit and a lot of us got laid off, including myself. And so I had to realize, I had to think at that time, like, okay, what do I want to do? Because the market was going crazy. Do I stay in real estate? Because I wasn't actually licensed to be selling new construction. I was just selling new construction. I wasn't a licensed agent. So I'm like, do I go get a license? And now I got to like be full commission. And I, that was all scary to me. So I was like, I'll just go and get like another real job. Right. Um, and I ended up going to work for Otis Elevator Company. Did you really? I literally <laughs> almost worked for them. They're nationwide, right? Yes, yes. They're international. It's a it's a large company. Um, oh my gosh, we could have worked together. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, that was um, you know, it was a job. It was a job, but I hated every moment of it. I just it just wasn't suited for me. It was business to business sales. I did not like the fact that. Um, I don't know. I just really couldn't connect with the end consumer, the end user, you know, you know, um, and, you know, riding up and down an elevator and working on elevators and selling elevator maintenance contracts. Like, that's what I did. Like, wasn't the most exciting thing. Um, but I did pay the bills. <laughs> that's what you're going to be doing. Seriously? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, you did not miss anything. Nothing at all. Not at all. Um, but what ended up happening, why I got back into real estate, because I didn't I was doing some soul searching for a while and I'm like, I really hate this job, but I don't know what I should be doing. Like, you know how we all kind of go through those times in our lives where we're like trying to find our purpose and what should we should be doing. Um, but it wasn't until I got um pregnant with my first daughter. And the thought just kept coming back to me. Okay, I'm going to have my first baby. Um, I'm going to go on maternity leave and come back to work to a job that I hate while my child is with somebody else all day for eight hours. Like that just didn't add up to me. So I said, I've got to figure out what I want to do. And I said, real estate really was exciting for me. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. And and again, it wasn't business to business sales. It was, I could actually have like an impact on people's lives. And that just, I knew that was what I wanted to do. And so I took the classes. I took my test. I was nine months pregnant taking my real estate exam, which is like three hours long. <laughs> so, which you're like, I better pass because I'm about to have a baby. That's right. Oh, yeah. It was it's do or die. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I better pass and I better not have to use the bathroom because you can't get up in the <laughs> Urgent. Yes, very urgent. <laughs> yeah, so the pressure was on, but I passed. I took my paternity maternity leave. I came back the first day after maternity leave and said, "Deuces, I was done. I quit my job and went into full uh, real estate full full time and never looked back from there." So. I love that story because I feel like there are so many women that, while they're pregnant, go in uh, into real estate school and like. 
they might be listening to this right now. So you just encourage them a little bit because they do want to be able to have that flexibility when they have their kids and they're at, you know, maybe a corporate job. So hearing your story could definitely be encouraging. Yeah. And that's like the, the theme of the show is knowing when to pivot. And that's it's obviously not the only pivot that you've experienced in your career, but that's a major one. A huge Recognize one. I'm miserable and I really don't want to be miserable and away from my child at the same time. Yeah. 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 And you think about how many of us kind of just live our lives like that. You're like, well, this is comfortable. It's what I know. It's getting the job done. You know, I'm scared to try something different because it might not work out. I'm scared because especially going into real estate full time, it's commission only. Like, you know, I had people like, well, you shouldn't do that because like, how are you going to pay for health insurance and stuff like that? You know, all the fears that you have. <laughs> That's a huge fear for so many people. It's kind of crazy. It's like, you'll, you'll be okay if you were, okay. you know, like, you're gonna yeah. well, if you were, yeah, if you like, were. that's a whole nother topic on, on insurance, but <laughs> yeah, but it's like people survive, like we, you're okay. And I'm happy I made that decision because I probably, I don't know if I would have still been there, but I don't know. I probably wouldn't be fulfilled as fulfilled as I am now. Yeah. And anyone who talks to you about real estate and how you feel about it and, and how it works in your life, it's obvious you're working within your passion and doing things that you feel like matter. And gosh, can you imagine being stuck in just a place where you don't even feel like you're having impact? You don't even feel like, you know, you're doing things that matter. That That's like death. The worst feeling yeah. ever. I've it been is. there. It is. Mm -hmm. Like life is meant to be lived. And you only get one shot at it. We're only here for so long. Like, why waste it away? And why be, you know, fear is real. I'm not going to say that we should all live without mm -hmm. fear because that's a natural human thing. But mm -hmm. how do we push past that and say, hey, what's really the worst that could happen? Like, really? So um, tell me about, um, tell everybody about another major pivot, the decision to move from what was absolutely home to you in Ohio, right? Yeah, and and yeah. saying, I want to go to North Carolina, you know, to, yeah. to some people that might sound really random. And it wasn't a job transfer, right? No, no, it that's wasn't. Right. And that's, that's funny you say that because everybody's like, well, did you move for a job? Did you move for right. a job? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so, crazy, uh, so the crazy part about this is um, there were no original plans to to do that and to move and relocate. Um, my Well, I shouldn't say that. My husband has always wanted to move to Charlotte and he's always loved Charlotte. Um, and so it was always kind of one of those things like, let's do this later, let's do this later. Um, and I was like, but he kept saying, yep, yeah, like, moving up the timeline. So it was like, oh, we'll do this when the kids graduate. And then it was like, oh, let's, we have a five-year plan. And then it just became like, nope, we're going to do this next year. It's time to go. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time it's to pivot. Time to pivot. So, um, you know, we lived in Cleveland and Cleveland has very harsh winters and it was, it, it was he was just over it. You know, he grew up in the Chicago area, so it's not like he wasn't used to cold, but um, he just, we just wanted different quality of life when it came to that. And that was really the main reason, like the weather and um, just kind of change of pace. And so I was like, so how are we going to do this? Because we have a, a real estate brokerage, a property management company. We have thriving businesses in um, Cleveland. And um, it was like, how do we make this work? Um, but that's the interesting thing about when 
you kind of set your mind to do something, a lot of times you don't know the how that comes later. It was okay. We knew the why we knew we, why we wanted to leave. Um, but we didn't really know how we were going to make it work, but I, I don't know, not to sound kooky or anything, but I really do believe in like how we, somebody can really manifest um, things to be and how, um, how really God just puts all the parts and pieces in place when you really don't understand a lot of times how that's going to happen. And that's really what happened. We, we set out a plan, but I didn't know what was going to happen with the real estate part of it. Um, would I be able to continue to sell with this? And so um, uh, over several months, I had some different agents kind of approach us and said that they wanted to kind of switch brokerages. They came on board with us. Um, so we grew our team that way. And um, and that had allowed us to continue to sell in both states. And we added on some agents in the Columbus area. Um, and so it just grew organically um, with uh, really the most perfect fit of uh, agents for our team. And so it's allowed me to really still work in Cleveland. Uh, so I help buyers and sellers all the same as I have when I was there. The only difference is um, I do have some agents that will help with the actual showings and that kind of thing. But I still provide all of the negotiations. I still provide all of the expertise that I bring. And it hasn't skipped a beat, not one beat. Like nobody has said anything or complained about anything with me not physically being there. And it's 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 been great. I think it's exceptional when I, my personal belief is when God plants a desire in your heart mm -hmm. and, and there's so many scriptures that, um, uphold this idea is when he plants something in your heart and you're obedient to follow that, you know, he, the, he'll create the circumstances and the, and the situations for you to see the open door and the next open door. You don't get to see it all at once. It's called faith, right? But oh, by obediently stepping into the desire he places in your heart, then all of those things fall to fall together in, in Ohio. They fall together in North Carolina. So clearly there must be a purpose for you in that. And maybe it's just to delight himself in that. That was a desire to be there. You know, I just yeah. love that story because as a man thinks, so he is, you say manifest, you know, if he plants it and then you manifest it, it's an awesome way to watch plans unfold. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yes. Yes. Well said. Yeah. That was a major pivot. I mean, we relocated our entire family um, and, uh, you know, just had a nice kind of gradual transition. We didn't make a huge announcement about it at first um, because I honestly, I was kind of still nervous that people were going to be like, oh, how does this work? And, should, you know, I don't know if I should work with you anymore. Um, but all of that's gone to the wayside because I know that um, if those who see the value in working with me will work with me. And I just had to let that be. And if it's not yeah. a good fit for someone, then, Hey, there's definitely other agents that can help, but, um, but it's been fun actually. So the good news is there's so many people. So. I know. <laughs> yes. There's so many people. Your farming area is humongous. It's is humongous. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. I just love your story. Um, and you know what? I can't I can't even say pivot without thinking of Ross from Friends. Like, the, do you guys No. Do you think of Ross from Friends when you hear pivot? I don't know. OK, no, I'm going to have to. I know everybody else besides these two who's listening thinks yeah. of Ross from Friends when they hear pivot. Yeah. I, I was a living single girl. I watched living single. 
<laughs> and my friends, but but I will I will catch that episode. Our, my hope for our audience on this one is, um, I, I love that you've gave, gave us two really strong examples of pivoting in your life and the reasons behind it and the circumstances, but I'm, I, it's on my heart to say, you know, our show is about educating and encouraging and empowering. Mm -hmm. And the, this one I want to encourage because I think there's too many people who have a desire planted in their heart and they ignore it or push it aside because it doesn't make sense or it doesn't, uh, it's not logical or it seems impossible. And I, I would encourage you to not maybe think about it that way. No, not, this is not yeah. true overall, but that sounds impossible. You've got established business. You've got established everything. And you had a desire to go to North Carolina and here it is. I mean, it's happening, it's working, it's successful, and you guys are going to be blessed by that. So if you're listening to this, I hope that you'll take Angela's story mm -hmm. and her examples and say, how can I apply that to something that's on my heart today? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Getting a lot of yeses, a lot of, I'm reading back. Um, there's room at the top for all of us. Thank you guys on Instagram. Yes, there is. Great yes, comment. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, in life, you never know how things are going to work out. Um, but you know, if you stay stagnant in the same place, you know, that that's going to be what it is. And so, so that, you know, then you're staying in the same place, yeah, <laughs> boring. Yeah, you're staying in the same place. So, um, and honestly, I have to credit my husband cause I wasn't ready to move. <laughs> I wasn't ready to move. Um, and, uh, and he made the decision, um, and I hopped on board and, and here we are and it's been great. I think it's, it was just kind of a perfect storm too, with kind of COVID and people getting more used to, um, remote and virtual kind of experiences. Yeah. And, um, so, but yeah, now it, it allowed me to, to kind of pivot as well into, um, into coaching and, um, providing that as an opportunity for other agents. You, you're very like, uh, you know, you have your, you have multiple income streams coming in, which is something we're so passionate about. <laughs> and it's like, you, yeah. you're growth minded. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. And so I feel like what's really cool yeah. about you is you see these different opportunities and you're embracing them. And then you're just creating like wealth. I, I think of about like arms, like just different arms where income's coming in. And I, I don't know, I love it. So thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you, Angela. if, if you guys are um, out there listening right now, um, we are going to be having our third flourish event in April. So April 20th, 21st and 22nd. So here in Chandler, Arizona, here it's a women's event. It's an awesome women's event and you are invited. <laughs> we really hope that Angela is coming. So yes, yes. if you're on <laughs> live on Instagram, do like tell her to come and then you guys come too. Yeah. So watch yes, the you guys episode. want me and I've never been to Arizona. So this would be, I fun. want you to come. We want it's warm come. here. So you'll love it. It's warm. <laughs> Yes. Wants me thank to you everyone for thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for our live audience. You're being the pilot yes. audience for this our Instagram live behind the scenes. And Angela, it's been a pleasure. God yes. bless you, okay. Angela. Thank, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much.